Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's so great to have you all tune us in and turn us on right here on the Dr. Pat Show. I have a very special show for you all today. Love and Light with Crystal Blue Oracle, healing as a tribe and taking responsibility for it. Valerie Truilo. Did I kill that name? Yes, but it's okay. Everybody does it. No, Valerie. but I had it right the last time. Yeah, Trujillo. Trujillo. What did I say? Yeah. Oh, I forgot the... I Trujillo, and I should know better. You're well, fine. anyway, Benny, are you going to say something right there? Go ahead. No, ma'am. It's all you. Yeah, Benny, Benny's <laughs> like, Benny's like, oh my God, she has been here doing this for 17 years, and no matter how hard she practices, she still may mess up your last name. But honestly, it's all about the energy of it. You can't say I don't try, Valerie. Right? That's it. <laughs> I have to tell you, when Linda said to me, she said, um, you know, somebody couldn't do the show today. Who do you want? I said, you got to bring Valerie on. You got to bring her back. Um, I have to have a conversation with her. We have to do some shifting. We have to shift some energy. She has to show us the way to peace. Um, we have to be able to step forward in powerful, powerful ancestral realms and ancient angelic healing. There is an energy that we cannot do independently. It takes a tribe. And, you know, and I want to start out by talking with you about that for a minute. But first, what I want to say to everybody out there is today, I'm not only going to introduce you again to who Valerie is, but I want to talk to you about why Valerie is. And this is, this is one of the most important questions that I'm pondering for myself. What is my why? I, get, I have been asked this question now in this past, well, 14 months. I have been asked that question by more people that just don't understand what keeps us going. They just don't quite understand how is it we're growing and how is it we are here so dedicatedly to all of you as listeners. And I get asked that question a lot when I'm interviewed. I am talking to people that want me to write a book, but I don't have that answer the way Valerie has that answer. She is a medium. She is an empath. When she asked me today, how are you really? you know that she is feeling and feeling and leaning into something. Medium, empath, psychic, angelic energy healer, teacher, shamanic practitioner, reverend, master oracle card reader. And what she does is oracle and spiritual counseling. 
But today, when I wanted her to come on, you could read about her certifications. You can listen to her show. But today is a day for healing. And whether you're listening to this show live or you're listening to this as a download or a subscription or whatever you do with us, this is the show where we have to lean in to our collective energies. And that's what I wanted her to come here and talk about. And Valerie, I want to focus for the moment on the word tribe. And I want to focus on it because in our society here in the United States, we have been called an individualistic culture. Mexico, all my South South American relatives, all of them down there, they are collectivism. They are collectivism. And, And so we have to think about what it takes for us to become a tribe. And I wanted to start out with that because I have not been able to be where I am today without others. Tell us about tribe in the modern world. All right. Tribe is kind of hard to get to in the very beginning. When you have your spiritual awakening, you don't have those connections yet. But as you um, heal and clear your energy and you raise your vibration, Um, the lower vibrational energy people will step away from you and then your tribe will be attracted to you and you will be attracted to them. That's how we come together. Um, Not all of us can come together right away. Sometimes we have more lessons and more healings to do before we can move to that point. And sometimes, um, the distractions of this life get in the way. And when they do, we will have a compelling to go searching for a tribe. So um, in my experience, I was compelled to, at the point, not look for a tribe, but look for a place to do my Oracle card readings from. And I looked up people Um, online in my state that had metaphysical stores that did fairs. So I, I, once I was certified with the Oracle cards, I got into doing fairs that connected me with people that were like me, people who do card readings, people who do um, healings, people who do, who sell metaphysical things like the crystals and the tools and a lot of holistic stuff. So I literally started searching. I knew it wasn't going to come to me because of the way that I live. Mm. Um, I have to still live in this world and um I had to find my tribe that way by searching these other things. I started working at a store and I got um, a small tribe there. I I connected with the people, healers and readers there, and um, we supported each other. We did practicing on each other. Um, Then we did our own small fairs. Plus I did a lot of big fairs. Like I do the body, mind, spirit expo 
Um, that's something I'm starting again in March from the 19th through the 21st. So in those, those expos are big and it's a three-day process. You meet all kinds of different people, yeah. all the kinds of different clients, and you're sitting there with all kinds of healers and readers and metaphysical store owners. And it's, the energy is humongous. So, you know, my suggestion is don't sit there and wait for it to come to you. Um, spirit wants us to take action. That's part of our healing process, part of um, taking us out of our comfort zone. Um, Cause if we're comfortable, we're not being challenged. If we're comfortable, we're not, um, yeah. Aging, you know? Yeah. This is all part of a healer slash healing journey. Yes. Um, I had a mentor once who said to me, you know, Pat, you cannot take a person to a place you have not gone. And I thought with my life and I look back and I thought with my life, man, okay, where would that be? And I realized in that moment, the, the one major thing I had not experienced is my body breaking down. And so, of course, that lesson came to me. Um, today, as we look at, and let me just say, as we look at the world and we think about how important healing is, and for those of you that have said yes to becoming that catalyst to becoming that conduit for people to heal I can only imagine how heavy that might be sometimes being an empath and having a sense of what the world might need what is that like for you I have to protect my myself a lot mm. because like and especially not engage in a lot of social media especially the news, um, it's, it's so distracting and it's meant to put fear in all of us. And when I feel like I'm getting, I've saw something and it's thrown me off that I straight meditate. Um, I do a clearing I have to make sure, I mean, every day that I do something, I have, um, three altars, four altars in my front room. So I have everything there at my disposal at all times. Um, I clear my energy. I make sure I light the candles. I make sure that I set the intention. The intention is good. It's, it's, it's like the most important thing of everything, but everything sets the mood to get you there. Yeah. Um, I even put music on. I'll put um, go on YouTube and do angelic music or Pandora, something that's going to calm me and um, relax me. As an empath and working in the, the real world, I have to also clear my energy before and protect my energy before I even leave the house. And I do the same thing for my car all the way to work. Um, because the energies where we work are not always that pleasant. No. I've even had the, um, to do this um, visually where I'll light sage in my head and the, I take, I'll walk around the, the floor imagining that the smoke, sage smoke is my ally and that we're clearing the energy of the whole floor and nobody knows what I'm doing. They just think I'm walking around and it changes 
is the energy of the entire day. Not only that, what I love about what you're saying is it really represents sort of a level of energy and action at the same time, because most of the time we think that we have to be in a specific time and a place and an element and we have to be in emotion or we have to be in the right room or we have to be in the desert. I mean, at least this is what I thought until I realized I don't you know, that there are parts of experience, that level of spirituality and connection that really doesn't require all of that. When we come back from break, I want to talk about angelic energy. I want to talk about this thing that when we have a sense of it and we get called or we get tapped on the shoulder, what does it feel like to then step out into the realm of being that healer? What does that feel like? Valerie, what is the best way for people to find out more about you? You can go to my website. It's crystalblueoracle.com. You can also email me if you have questions, um, crystalblueoracle at yahoo.com. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, I want everybody to just take a moment, just a moment out of your day and your distractions. Maybe turn the TV down. Maybe just take a breath. When we come back, we're going to explore the realm, the angelic realm that's available to all of us and how powerful that is as we take the walk with Valerie about becoming an angelic energy teacher. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Message delivery by Lisa Ann. You can't make this stuff up. Tune in every first and third Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Message Delivery is an inspirational show about the journey to enlightenment and spirituality. For more information or your own personal message delivery, visit AngelMessages2U.com. That's AngelMessages, the number two, the letter U, dot com. Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. Hi, I'm Ambrosia. And I'm Alexa. And we, and we are the hosts of Inner Bloom Podcast. Podcast. A podcast about spirituality and intuitive development. Together, we utilize our intuitive gifts and our own personal life experiences to empower you to live an extraordinary life. Check us out and subscribe at innerbloompodcast.com. Are you ready to find out who you really are? 
Are you ready to have fun and listen to the soul part of yourself? Indulge in a deeper meaning with Lori Goldstein, host of Coffee with the Universe. This show will awaken that true self hidden deep within you and will get you energized on who you were created to be. So go ahead, grab your cup of joe and experience Coffee with the Universe with Laura Goldstein on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. Welcome back, everyone. It's great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. You know, I was so eager to have Valerie join us here today for a lot of reasons, One is because I think those of us that pick up energy, um, we get a sense of things. And the sense that I think I've been getting of things within my realm, within my space, within my immediate day, clearly for me, there's change on the horizon. That I know. But outside, I really know that maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking, I don't know what they're talking about. I can't see my way to peace given this new role that I have now. I can't see my way to what they're talking about. You know, I am barely juggling the things I need to juggle. Uh, and yet, I bet many of you feel the same. It's, it's you're in a place where you don't know what you don't know, but it is a transformative place. And today, Valerie, also what we're talking about is look, you, you take the journey, you take the step, you heed the call, and now you're out in the world as an angelic energy teacher. Also, you work with others. You will work with people that want to explore this, that maybe they're in a place where they don't quite understand their own energy. It just doesn't feel good. They don't know. Uh, but they do know, they have a sense of healing is on the horizon. How do people work with you? Can we talk about that for a minute? Um, people can contact me and I never really said it before, but I really think that doing a reading before a healing is helpful. Mm. Because it helps um, open up the client that much more to the synchronicities and to the truth because a lot of times we come guarded even though we want help and um, I let everybody know um, spirit's going to give you what you need not what you want so don't ask me when you're going to die how you're going to die <laughs> there the spirit's like uh-uh, no no we're going to tell her how her or him how to fix themselves how to live their happiest life how to heal and then um I would do the Oracle card reading, and then I do a healing. And because I'm of COVID and stuff, I'm not at a, at a store or a metaphysical store, and I don't have any rented out space. So I do remote healings. Um, my plan is to hopefully rent out a space in the next year, within the next year, so I can start doing things um, from a, an, a specified place instead of my home. But I do it remotely. Um, I, I connect with the client. I have them lay down in their home, have a glass of water nearby and just 
they can put some earbuds on and listen to some calming, relaxing music, some meditation music, and just let me do my thing. And I spend a, that hour um, first scanning the person's body, calling in the angelic realm, um, calling in the um, crystalline realm, the white energy from there, and to clear the person and to, since I've already done the reading, I know what they want to release. Mm. So when I scan a person, I can see um, in my eye's eye where the blockages are in the body. And um, I go through their body with my wand, checking, doing the scanning. Then um, I do some drumming and I have crystal bowls. So I'll do the crystal bowls too. And just trying to loosen what they're trying to get rid of. And I use rattles. I use clicking sticks to break apart that energy. And then uh, I pull it all out with another wand. And then if it's really stuck, I have a knife. And it's not physically, purposely doing touching somebody. It's their energy. So I'll pull negative energy from the body. And I'll cut it with the knife. And then dispose of it. Um, Pachamama, Gaia, she eats all of that crap. And she gives us back more prana, more sami to heal us, to give us energy. And she's willing to take all the, the negative stuff and eat it and just transmute it for us. So um, I use that. And what I've been doing, um, yes, I am an angelic energy healer and teacher and I am a shamanic practitioner. What I have been doing is combining those two modalities in my healings because they told me to. They told me I can do whatever I want, whatever calls to me. So that's what I've been doing. And it's been working pretty much fantastically. Mm. I did a healing, a remote healing on some family members that caught COVID and um, spirit told me right away, everybody's going to survive. It's just going to be the last couple ones are going to take a, a while. And wow. my family were Roman Catholics. And even though I don't practice anymore, they still are. And when you're still 3D, it's hard to tell them it's going to be okay. And they have to go through it. So my daughter and I each knew. And we kept it to ourselves until the very end, until the, everybody was healed because they wouldn't have believed it. They would have been very um, 3D about it. So we waited till the end. And honestly, they don't acknowledge it. And it's okay because they're still 3D. My daughter and I know, my healing experience knows, my guides know, and I'm okay with that. I'm not here to get accolades, so to speak. I'm here to heal. I'm here to be the conduit, to be the healer, so I can help people live their best lives. I'm not here to be a movie star or some sort of glamorous person. No, no, no. That's not what it's about. It's never been about my ego. Yeah. And it never will be. Yeah. And, you know, 
one of the things that I think is so important about what you're sharing is that there is an energy of this that really opens up the door for whatever it is that's going to come through. And we're living in a time right now that you're, you actually nailed it. I mean, one minute, it could be somebody that has COVID it, the other minute, it could be somebody that lost somebody, but there are these energies now that are so powerfully begging to be healed they're they're out there right now and people are looking for ways to get relief and isn't that part of the healing journey but you know isn't it also part of the shamanic practitioner you know isn't part of how to look at what is there and address what is there and like you said without a judgment about what's going on in somebody's life, but really fine tuning the way you beautifully described it and zooming in, so to speak, and addressing one layer at a time, because we're multidimensional beings. Yes. We and are. it'd be great if there were just one thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I got to do the dishes. No, it's not like that. It's multi-layered and it may go back multi-generational lineage and maybe multi-lifetimes and yet this is a powerful ancestral gift that you have that goes back thousands of years and you are the person that is carrying it forth into a time that needs it today just as much if not more than the ancestors did thousands of years ago what's your sense of this valerie well to give you an example i did a journey because i was going through my own dark night of the soul for uh in this last summer and my mother my grandmother and my great-grandmother came through in my journey in my sacred place and they put their hands on me and did a healing on me and my great-grandmother told me, I'm so proud of you because in my time, we couldn't do this and be safe. And you're doing this. And in doing this, I found out I cleared out those three generations of karma, of the pain and negativity, of the trauma. So being able to heal myself, heal the energies, heal the fear, the one layer at a time, like an onion. And it's empowering, not in a sense of being um, full of myself, but empowering as my purpose mm-hmm. and the power to to know that I can heal and release what doesn't serve me so I can help others do the same. That's, that's huge. It's, um, I've always known, I've had past lives where I was a healer or a curandera. Um, even when I was, had my kids, my hands would get hot and I didn't understand why. And I did um, 
like the Mexicans have this um, way of clearing a person's energy by using an egg through their body. I was doing that and I didn't know how, but I started doing it. Um, and it was working fine. And it was a lot of things that just came to me, like drinking a glass of water out of a clear glass when you're fighting with someone that protects you, that clears your energy. People don't know that. I was doing that automatically. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, having this in my lineage, in my family, um, and nobody else talks about it, you know, because no. to, to them, that generation is still taboo. I'm not going to fit myself into somebody else's reality anymore. And that's how I, I heal myself. I face the traumas and the pains head on and what I need to release. And there's things that we even go through that we don't perceive as trauma. We perceive as, you know what, I was um, accepting of the whole situation. So I sh- I'm as, just as guilty. And they're like, no. I mean, a situation happened to me and I was too young at the time and I went with the flow and they said, no, you were used, you were set up and used. So that is part of a trauma that I had to go through and clear. So we don't get those things. You have to understand that as a healer, you have to go through those things. You have to clear those things. And it's not something to be taken lightly. Lightly, excuse me. A lot of people, and I'm not saying everybody. Um, I there's a few people out there that want to get in the money, and that's it. You know, they focus on the money, and spirit tells me you need to focus on the people, on the healing. That will bring you the abundance, not the money. Yeah, And, and it's true. I call in the energy of the people that need to be healed. I call in, like when I do the expos, I call in the energy of the people that want validation and help and healing so they can come and get readings. Not isn't, make it, money. isn't that so important though? Let's talk about this when we come back from break, Valerie, because what you have hit on is a universal principle. You know, we don't talk about those teachers that have come before about how abundant their lives were. We usually hear stories about them, about walking the earth and what they suffered and what that we hear those stories. But rarely do we talk about the principle you just mentioned and how it really works and how instantaneously it works. You know, one of the things as a kid that I, I used to ask these questions about was growing up. Catholic, just adoring, you know, the man that we call Jesus, right? Some people don't consider him a man, but when you're growing up and you're a child, you know, you hear the stories of of this person and, you know, you're seven, you're eight years old and you asked what seems to me the most ridiculous questions. And I remember asking one day, how did he how did he get his clothes? How did he get food? I mean, this is me. I'm eight years old. Who gave him food? Who gave him clothes? What was his job? 
The answer is exactly what you just described. You step into the energy of what you're called to do and the rest is taken care of. You know, there is a, um, an author and she was one of the people that started one of the earliest new thought movements. And she doesn't get talked about a lot. Her writings are a little complicated, but she's underneath certain groups like Christian scientists. Her name is Emma Curtis Hopkins. And there's a lot of things I read about her, but she has these 12 covenants. And when you read the covenant that she talks about, where almost every statement she makes is she talks about abundant and then abundance and says, I do nothing for my abundance. What does that mean in the world we're living in? What if we had so great of trust in the energies that Valerie is talking about? What if every waking minute of every day, we never had to think about the material world, but just be in it? What if we stood in the power of that? What would our lives be like? That's what Valerie's going to talk about when we come back. The world of possibilities when you stand in the power of your innate nature as a spiritual being in some earth skin. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm the host of Nothing But Now, Mindful Living with Dr. Mary Angela McGuire on Transformation Talk Radio. I share ideas, insights, and tools you can use to release yourself from fearful and negative thinking and live from a place of clarity and confidence. Please join me in each show where we challenge ourselves to change together. Please go to my website, mcguirelifecoach.com. That's mcguirelifecoach.com. See you next time. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Check us out at drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. Oh, my goodness. A word of caution. If you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living, LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. If you're like I am, it can be rather elusive to get there, 
but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, don't you? And it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance, from the quality of that inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. On The Christine Upchurch Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Join me, Christine Upchurch, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on KKNW AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio and learn new ways to step into your vibration of change. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on today. Love and Light, Crystal Blue Oracle, Healing as a Tribe, Taking Responsibility. That is the work of my very special guest today. Before we go, Valerie, and really look at the calling, you know, the shamanic practitioner calling, what it means, what we learn, and what the responsibility is in us to pass those lessons on, how do people work with you? Let's talk about what they can do to contact you, how they contact you, uh, tell them about your show, all of the above. Okay. Well, um, you can go to my website, crystalblueoracle.com, or email me at crystalblueoracle at yahoo.com. I also have my podcast here on Transformation Network. Um, The links are on my website for the podcast and all my archive shows. Also, too, I do um, readings at Expos. I'll be at the BMSC in Denver on March 19th, 20th, and 21st. You can also get healings and readings from me. Um, If you connect with me, email, go through my website, and the prices are there. I can do healings specifically separate from readings, or I can do readings and healings together. It depends on what you want. Um, the type of healing we we need to go through. That's why we have to get connected. We need to talk about your specific stuff and I will work with your energy to do those healings. Yeah. And this is really today getting back to the fact that I know if I didn't have a tribe or I didn't have to learn about what it means to be part of a tribe to really move the energy forward, I know I wouldn't be doing this show. And I'm forever grateful to all of you for inspiring me to step out into the world and do more because I really feel like we are in a time, Valerie, that this is a time when I, when I wake, when I do my meditation, let's just talk about a little meditation. Every day I ask the same question. I can't tell you how many years, Benny has heard me say this for 17 years, probably. I ask the same question. I, 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 I'm not one that could figure out how to sit and meditate for 45 minutes. But I did learn some things from my friends in the Lakota tradition, my friend Monica, you know, from doing things that I had never done before. And I remember them saying to me, just ask the great spirit a question. Keep it simple. My question is, what is mine to do today? And for a really long time, the only answer I got within a three-second period was more. You need to do more. And that is the way that I move forward with the network, more. And I want to ask you about this because let's talk about the journey and the healing. 
because when you get an answer, you need to do more. It has no beginning and it has no end. It just has a very clear directive. You need to do more. And if I need to know more specifics, I might ask that question. But I've never had to ask the question because I know. Tell us about the essence of shamanic healings and the path, the journey that we can all take with you. The essence of a shamanic journey is connecting with your own I am presence and me helping you connect with your I am presence to look at your life, to take the distractions off, to be real about what you're going through and what you need to work through and clearing that so you can heal. The whole essence is love. It comes from that place. The healing comes from that place because I call on, when I'm doing a healing, I call on the I am presence. I call in all the ancestral um, beings. I call in the celestial beings. I call in the ascended masters. I call in all the realms of angels. I call in the guardian angels for that person and myself. I call in my ancestors and that person's ancestors in this lifetime and all previous lifetimes on all layers, levels, and dimensions to do this healing, to help this person clear their energy. That tribe that they so look for comes together for their healing. That tribe holds space for that hour, that 30 minutes or for that hour that I'm doing the healing on this person to help them feel, first of all, love, the presence of love to be known, to know that they're being held, to know that they're being just given this energy of love all around them. And in doing so, their loved ones, um, deceased loved ones, some of them will come through and connect with me to let to have me let them know hey they're here and they're with you they're sending their love there's you know they'll give me images they'll give me sometimes songs sometimes words to let the person know that they're being held a lot of it has to do with the client's intention too i am again the conduit to bring this energy to help them heal but if their intention is to hold on to it and to um, allow themselves to continue to be distracted by it and use it for an excuse not to heal. They're not going to, you know, it's, I can only bring them. Um, my brother-in-law used to say, you can take a horse to water or bring a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And that's exactly what I do. I bring everybody to the water, but you have to drink because I can't walk the walk for you. I can bring you to the path. I can bring you to the, the pond and you still have to take action. That's why um, your guides always told you about, you have to do more. You have to take action. And that's yeah. what we do. 
we have to take action. We can't heal without taking the action. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes from, I mentioned Emma Curtis Hopkins, one of my favorite quotes from her, I never forgot this. I didn't really fully understand it for a bit though, Valerie, uh, but it was, uh, it, it was hard at first for me to grasp. But she said this, she said, you don't need to understand, just do the practices. You don't need to understand, just do the practices. And what she was saying was, it's not that you'll never understand, but you need to take the action, right? Exactly. You need to take the action. And even though she went on to say something that sounded contradictory, right? Uh, and in her language, it sounded contradictory, but she was such a believer of the practices. And when she talked about them, they seemed odd, but they really talked to your point. What if we lived every living, breathing moment for, through the life of the spirit? What if we did that? if we lived in, in every living, breathing moment. And for those of you that just sent me a text on this, it is, uh, it is the foundation of trust in those covenants from Emma Curtis Hopkins, and especially what you're talking about, Valerie. You know, we're talking about if you're going to covenant with spirit, right? If, I, if you and I are going to have this agreement with spirit. Now, I don't know about you, but I, I work to get some agreement with spirit. What do you, right? Exactly. I mean, I, 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 you know, sometimes we think spirit is like not a thing, but I have these conversations. I have, I'm having these conversations and I'm asking for very material things. And the answer I get, and I'd love for you to talk about this because this was so grounded and what Monica Sicard taught me in those traditions, so grounded in them, that when you covenant or you make an agreement with spirit, then can we buy into the next part that I will do nothing? I will do nothing. Can we buy into the fact if I have this covenant, <laughs> if I have this covenant with spirit for my life, then I'm going to do nothing to preserve my life. My life is the life of spirit. It's kind of hard to do that in this 3D world because we still <laughs> have to survive. But spirit still gives us what we need. When I um, was asked by spirit to take my path as a reader and empath, as a healer, I didn't take it lightly because I knew that I was going to heal generations forward and back. Yeah. I knew that if I did this, I'm sorry, like people in this lifetime. And I was one of them. When I was in church, I had one foot in the church and one foot in the, the dance floor, you know? So I knew that doing this, I couldn't do that. Right. Either I was all a hundred percent in or I was not because spirit would know if I was not a hundred percent in. And therefore, karma, you're creating karma, and you're going to have to transmute that one day or be called to clear your own karma. So I'm like, I know I'm going to do this, 
I'm scared as heck because I'm going to be trusting because we're in this linear world where we're told to be independent. Everybody trust in yourself. Nobody else, nobody else can do it for you. The only way that's true in the shamanic journey and in the healing is you have to take action for your own healing. You can't do it for everybody else. So I knew that and I knew I was going to have to heal a lot of things. Uh, And of course, I was mistaken in the beginning thinking, cool, I'm going to clear it all at once. No, no, we're like onions and we have to peel away one layer at a time. And when, when I realized that, I was like, oh, I'm going to be at this until the day I die. And, you know, it's true. And it's not in a negative sense. It's it's that we always go through things and we're always learning things. So we have to always continue to heal ourselves. And I made the decision. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I trusted spirit from then on. They showed me how to... I was guided on how to create my business, on how to pick my business name, the colors, everything. And then they told me, we want you to, first it was being the Oracle card reader. Then they said, no, now you're going to be a healer. So I said, okay. So I took the classes I needed to take and I became a healer and I started doing healings. Then they said, well, you're going to be a teacher now. I didn't look back. I said, okay. I trusted and I had my first class and um, someone tried to discourage me and say, oh, you'll be lucky if you get one or two uh, students. I had six for my first class and they all, and they all connect with me still today, still together, still talking still. And they're using these teachings that I taught them for their own um, modalities too. So it's, it's making me feel like I'm helping people do that. And then on the shamanic journey, I healed more about myself and I had to trust spirit. I had to trust spirit was going to show me. I had to learn that it was okay to trust myself, my power. It was okay to trust their connection with me. And it was okay to listen and follow the signs And not be afraid of those things. And I'll be honest with you. Since I've been on this journey. I have felt. Not just empowered. And healed. But blessed. Yeah. They bring me. What I need. If I need to do. A certain thing. Financially. Somehow. It happens. If, if it's for my highest good. Now, if it's not, they won't bring it to me because they still tell me, Valerie, you still think like this, Val. <laughs> you think this, you know, and it's because in, in growing up in our, in our ages, we are all taught we're not going to amount to nothing. We're not going to be um, who we want to be or be successful because other people are throwing, are throwing the realities on us because they haven't succeeded because they're told you're never going to be amount to nothing. So in, in doing this, you know, I had to trust in spirit and it has led me into this area where I opened up gifts that I had and I pushed aside 
like my my artistic gifts, my crafts. I'm like so heavy big into it now. It's not even funny. I do so many different things, and I do a lot of things for my shamanic work, um, making tools for that. I could do um, based on a client's intention for healing and stuff. I make them their own tools. Um, it's important to know that everybody has to take action. Everybody. You can't sit there and say yes and not do anything. You can't sit there and say yes and have somebody else do it for you and take responsibility for their actions. You can't do that. Spirit will not let you. It and doesn't. So, yeah. And spirit will hold you accountable for the things that you do. So if I'm doing something without the right intention, I am going to get maybe a minute success, minute. And then they're going to say, when you start doing it with the intention of helping, like we want you to, yeah. it's, it's going to be more than you anticipated. And it, it has been because I just started taking a class on Oracle yeah. and look where I'm at now. I know. And you know, one of the things I want to say here, first of all, let me thank you, Valerie Trujillo, joining me here today. But here's what I want to say um, about this, Valerie, is that the lessons and what you're sharing today on the show, this is the point of pivot for people right now. What you're sharing and what you're talking about and having that step of faith, that when you couple that with practice, and tools transformation can happen in a nanosecond this idea of transformation taking 10 years you know somebody asked me what what was one of the greatest lessons I've learned in especially being homeless in my story I said oh it was I I, I learned this lesson about the greatest distance between two points and the interviewer said oh it's a straight line I said, no, the greatest distance, the fastest distance between two points is spirit. It's not a straight line. It's not a crooked line. It's a beeline that spirit gives every one of us. And that's what you're sharing today. But we also need help. Valerie, thank you for today. One last time, please give them your website. It's crystalblueoracle.com crystalblueoracle at yahoo.com is my email. Please get a hold of Valerie. You don't need to know or understand what you think is going on in your life. You know and you will feel if you are aligned or not. And that is our mission, is to help you get those tools. Valerie, thank you so much for today. Thank you for having me, Dr. Pat.